Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Once a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, Raindrops. So today on Reality with the King, we are going to dive into two things, honey. And I wanted to do this episode by myself because I have a lot of thoughts on this. And I want y'all to hear it straight from who? Yes. Is that a horse out here? Yes, honey. (laughs) Straight from the horse's mouth. First things first. We are going to get into what y'all call, not me. I didn't call it this, but y'all did. The disastrous Love is Blind live reunion. Okay. And then we're also going to get into my girls, Tamar Judge versus Teresa Judice. Timbaland and Swiss Beast versus has nothing on what's going down, honey, between Tamar Judge and Teresa Judice. But first, let's get into this Love is Blind reunion. All right. I feel like (laughs) I'm at a Catholic church. Because for the past couple of episodes, your boy's been making a lot of confessions. Sierra, insert my fellow Libra Usher's song. I love that song. All right, here's my confession. I don't watch Love is Blind. I know. Look, I think y'all need to remember, I run a full-service production company, okay, I host this award-nominated podcast. Yes! I also have a hit YouTube channel, and I got a lot going on, okay? (laughs) So I can't watch everything, but Love is Blind is the talk of the town due to how the live reunion did not happen live, okay? So for those who don't know, let me explain what Love is Blind, the Netflix reality show is. Love is Blind is a 10-part reality series hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Okay, so Nick Lachey used to be married to Jessica Simpson, and he was a part of 98 Degrees. Okay, Vanessa Lachey used to be Vanessa Manillo, and she was a host of TRL. 
Total Request Live with Carson Daly. So Love is Blind follows various single people as they go through a series of dates without actually seeing the other person. It's only until they find a quote-unquote meaningful connection, okay, with someone and propose that they actually get to meet them in person. But this is the challenge, y'all. Will their love last when they spend time together in the real world? I know what the show is about. I've seen a few stuff, and it's actually a really good show. So they've had four seasons thus far. So this fourth season, they decided to do a live reunion. And the reason why I, Carlos King I, hey now, wanted to talk about Love is Blind reunion is because I want y'all to know behind the scenes what it takes to pull off a reunion. There is no way on God's green earth or on Mother's nature that I would ever do a live reunion. It ain't happening. And I'm going to tell you why. But first, let me say this. It's very ambitious to do a live reunion because there's so much that happens behind the scenes in order for the show to start. Now, Netflix is the grand dom of streamers. Okay, I love all my streamers. Hey, Hulu. Hey, Peacock. Okay, hey, Amazon. And hey, Tubi. Netflix is what we call that girl. So Netflix knows how to do a lot of things that are ambitious. I mean, they used to go from selling DVDs like Phaedra DVD booty videos. Yes, Phaedra. Okay. And they went from that to actually having one of the most successful streaming apps in the world. So Netflix understands the assignment, but they also set the standard of the assignment. I'm not surprised that Netflix said, let's not do what our peers are doing, right? In terms of a standard reunion. Let's try to do a live reunion because it's good for marketing, right? It's good for the press. And if we're able to pull it off, then we would submit ourselves as what? Hit it, Beyonce. I'm that girl. However.org, because I have been doing reunions since 2008, at least producing reunions since 2008, and the first reunion I produced was the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, mind you, I was an associate producer, okay, which is a step above the water boy. <laughs> so that's who I was, honey. Uh, hey, we all got to start from someplace, child. So I just know how reunions work because when I started at that low level, I was even stressed out about handling the talent. I wasn't even the executive producer, so I couldn't imagine what they had to go through or the host at the time, which was Andy Cohen. Duh. So fast forward to me hosting my first reunion on this wonderful show called Hollywood Divas that I created for TV One back in 2013, I think, right? Or 14. 
Well, I have come to realize, based on my research of Love is Blind live reunion, I am the only reunion host who not only executive produces the reunion, but whose production company actually produces it. I'm the owner of the production company that produces the reunion. I'm the executive producer that produces the reunion. And I'm also the host. So I wear three hats when I have to do a reunion. So for my show, Love and Marriage Huntsville, Love and Marriage DC, Bell Collective, my company produces the reunion. I have to executive produce the reunion and I have to wear the hat as a host. I have three jobs to do and it's not easy. It's very hard. What y'all don't know about reunions is it never starts on time. Never, ever, ever. There's always a wardrobe malfunction. There's always someone or multiple people who are running behind schedule. There's always something happening in glam. Because I'm the host and the producer, I'm good. They're never on time. That's number one. Number two, there's so much research you have to do in order to make sure that you have the right questions to ask. Because when you are the host of the reunion, that's a privileged job because you are the voice of the audience. And if you don't ask the questions that the audience wants to know, you have failed at your job. Now, yes, you have a producing team who come up with the questions. However, I take being the host very seriously. Before I host a reunion, I spend time going on Twitter, going on social media, and scrolling through the comments to try to understand what the audience is saying about the show. So I have to do all of that to prepare myself as the host. I'm not going to rely on my producing team to just write the questions and expect me to answer it. As the host, I also have to do my job because what I've been seeing on social media, y'all been dragging Miss Vanessa Lachey. Y'all been tagging me saying Carlos needs to host the Love is Blind reunion. Now look, that would be a privilege to host the reunion. But I want to make something very clear. I will never take pleasure in someone else being dissed in order for my light to shine. I don't do that. Now, honey, I know other people who take pride in that, but <laughs> they should remain nameless. <laughs> okay. I don't take pleasure in that. I, I, I just think that's, that's not who I am. I don't think you have to tear someone down in order to build someone up. That's just how I was raised, okay? So I've been seeing these series of messages about people saying that, allegedly, Vanessa Lachey did a horrible job hosting the reunion. And because of that, and because I do what my research, before I tape this particular episode, I decided to watch some of the Love is Blind reunion. And some of the things that you guys were saying was that Vanessa did not ask a lot of follow-up questions, that there were things handed to her from the cast 
they were dropping these gems and she failed to ask follow-up questions to dig deeper into what they were giving her or handing her in this case. And then I read that some people defended her by saying, well, you know, there's producers in Vanessa's ear who tells her what to ask and she has a script. Now, let me dig into that first. Yes, when you are hosting a reunion, you are wearing an earpiece. And in that earpiece, there's a producer in the control room who sort of guides you. They may say, Carlos, move on to this question. Carlos, so-and-so looks like they're about to cry. Can you ask that? So that does happen. Whether you're hosting a reunion show or a talk show, you always have a producer in your ear to sort of direct you. And that's their job is to produce you. That is true. However.org, when you are the host, and I'm saying this from my experience being the host, the most important job as a host is to listen. And you have to listen to your cast. And if they're dropping gems, it is your job to ask follow-up questions. I don't care who's in your ear, out your ear, up your nose, up your butt. I don't, I don't care what's happening. You have to make sure that when you're on that stage, you're listening. Because when I host reunions, the best moments that go viral on my reunion shows are the questions that I ask as a follow-up to what someone said. Because this person may have dropped a jewel. And you just have to know when to pick it up and to go further. And baby, when you do that, Child, you are welcomed with so many surprises. So again, I know Vanessa Lachey. Child, I was about to call her her maiden name. (laughs) I know her from TRL, and I used to like her on TRL. So I don't know what's been happening thus far, but what I will say is reunion shows are a pressure cooker, It's a lot of, there's a lot of mechanics going into it. So the idea to do a live reunion scares me. And this is the other reason why I think it went late. So the other thing is they said this woman named Jackie, who they said was the star of the season and low-key the villain, allegedly. Child, they didn't show up. That's equivalent to child Teresa not showing up for a Jersey reunion. That's also why it may have been delayed because at the end of the day, like I said, people run late. Not only that, it's hard to control the environment of a reunion. Child, you be having people who are long-winded that be talking about everything under the sun, and you be like, girl, can you wrap this up? Because we're bored. So what y'all don't see is we edit all of that out in order to give y'all the best moments. That's also something that y'all don't see, which is very, very, very big in terms of how to make a reunion sing. So to do something live, you can't control the emotions of the reality star because they need to get things off their chest. You have to pivot into another direction when they do that. Girl, it's a lot. A live reunion terrifies me. It actually scares me to think of even doing one because this is exactly why I haven't done one. And child, I ain't gonna do one. (laughs) 
it's just not going to work. So I got a chance to look at the reunion. And here are my thoughts and the thoughts of the people, child. Hey, Raindrops. A lot of you guys have said that the way the reunion host, in this case, Nick Vanessa, reacted to the internet commentary was really half-hearted. Y'all felt that they responded to the rumors that Barbara wasn't Kwame's sister, but did not address the texts from Jackie that were homophobic. So a lot of y'all felt that was a missed mark in terms of something that could have really been a follow-up question or they could have really dug deep into. Y'all also said that Vanessa did not push back against Irina, but she's definitely biased. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Child, y'all are, ooh, y'all are messy. Uh, so y'all said that she's biased. Y'all said Vanessa did not grill Micah about her being a bitch and a bully. Who Lord, there's more to come. Y'all, ooh, y'all were reading the girls. So this is why you do not do a live reunion. In every reunion, there's always one reality star, or in this case, a couple, who are the force multipliers of the season. They're the most anticipated person or persons that you want to see at the reunion. Jackie and Josh did not come to the reunion. (gasps) Yes, you hear that sound effect? That's all of us gagging, darling. Now look, I already said to y'all, I don't watch Love is Blind like that. But child, even Carlos King the first knows that Jackie and Josh are the Melody and Martell <laughs> of Love is Blind. It's like me doing Love and Marriage Huntsville without Melody and Martell. Throw it away. Put it in the trash can on Sesame Street and roll it down the highway on 285 in Atlanta, honey. Throw it away. It's trash day. Pick it up either in the recycle bin or the trash bin. Y'all don't have Jackie and Josh, J&J, child. And then the gag is, let me tell y'all something. I wish somebody would not show up to my reunion. First of all, that is termination at its finest. Let's talk about a pink slip. Let's talk about thank you for your services. Hey, Shawnee O'Neal. Let's talk about by Felicia. Let's talk about by girl. Hey, Leah and Portia. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about the sun is setting, honey. I wish somebody would not show up at my reunion. The fact that Josh and Jackie did not show up at the reunion, they should have just said, you know what? We are going to do a podcast episode. <laughs> reunion. And y'all can stream it on Netflix.com black slash love is blind underscore Vanessa underscore Lachey child. That's what I would have done. So everybody kept asking me like Carlos, like why are they allowed not to show up? And then y'all were also pissed because Vanessa supposedly um, she didn't question them about the text that came in. Child, because Jackie posted something that said, put the text on the screen and the internet went crazy. So at the end of the day, I will say this. Although the Netflix Love is Blind live reunion did not happen, and although y'all dragged it, I'm going to say something to y'all that I strongly believe. All press is good press. 
Because listen, if this live reunion did not have all of these issues to the point where it wasn't even live, I would not be talking about it on my podcast. So in the end, guess what? Netflix won. They won because as of today, more than 7 million people watched the reunion. I think within like a 24-hour span, or this is maybe five days cumulative, but they won in the end. Because guess what? We're talking about it. I'm talking about it. Child, I don't talk about Love is Blind, this podcast, child, but I am. So Netflix, once again, hey, Beyonce, you are what? That girl. And this is your renaissance. Coming up, you're going to get my thoughts on Tamara Judge versus Teresa Judice. Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. Girl, two housewives are beefing, beefing. No, not beef like the new Netflix series starring Ali Wong that I love. Yes, <laughs> not that beef. I'm talking about a versus beat, not Swiss beats, honey, and Timbaland. I'm talking about Teresa Judice versus Tamara Judge. Now, y'all know Teresa is my girl who I have known for, oh my gosh, 15 years. And baby, I'm going to stick beside Teresa. (laughs) Because I ain't trying to get dragged. No, I'm teasing. I love my baby Teresa. But y'all also know I love me some Tamara Judge. I consider Tamara a friend. I love her. I love Teddy Mellencamp. I've been on their podcast. They've been on this podcast, Reality with the King, and so has Teresa. So the podcast world, I will say this, we all are very supportive of each other. It's like this beautiful subculture of people who just like to have fun, having the privilege of just sitting at your home in your clawfist, <laughs> hey, clawfist, and just hopping on the microphone to talk some smack. You know what I'm saying? So... We all support each other and love each other. But baby, that love is lost between Tamara and Teresa. Okay, so here it goes. Long story short, as you all know, there's been this big to-do about what happened on the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 that hasn't even aired yet between Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo, an investigation was launched. There was some alleged, you know, touching that was going on. A lot has happened. If you want the full story, listen to my episode about it. Yes, shameless plug. Okay. So, Caroline Manzo, who's a friend of mine. Hi, Caroline. She has a cooking show that she's been promoting. So, Caroline, you got to come on reality with the King Babies so and we can just talk about our history together. Y'all tag Caroline and tell her to hop on reality with the king that I'm requesting her. Thanks. Caroline appeared on Two T's in a Pod, which is Teddy and Tamara's podcast. So in her appearance on the show, she was promoting her cooking show. Obviously, Teddy Walters. 
Honey, not Barbara Walters, but Teddy Walters. Because one thing about Teddy, Teddy gonna ask the questions that the people want to know. I love Teddy. Teddy is a journalist, honey. Hey, Portia. So Teddy was talking to Caroline about what happened in Morocco. And listen, Caroline pretty much said she can't say too much on it. An investigation was launched. You know, she felt traumatized by the experience. And she said that she will never, ever, 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 ever go back to Housewives, whether it's a Housewives show, which is Jersey, or a Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Caroline says she's done with the Housewives brand, period, point in the blank. So then Brandy Glanville went on Teresa's podcast called Namaste Bitches. This is the T of the T, 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 T. While Brandy was on the podcast, Teresa told Brandy, I feel bad for you, Brandy, just because I feel like no one should go through this. If you sign up to be on a TV show together, then you're in it together. Nobody should take anybody's job away, especially a single mom. I would never want to do that. She continues, it's sad because Brandy's a single mom. She's raising two sons, and it's like sad. I would never want to take someone's job away. I'm not into that. I'm so not into that. I was a single mom at one point. You shouldn't try to hurt someone. I just don't like anybody's job taken away. Okay, so Teresa said that because allegedly they're saying that Brandy may forever be banned from the network due to what happened on this trip. And that's just the case. But here goes the mess, raindrops. Teresa called Teddy and Tamara shit starters and said that they were a bad friend for having Caroline on their podcast to talk about Brandy because Brandy and Tamara and Teddy are friends too. And Teresa felt that Teddy and Tamara were bad friends. Okay, honey, Miss Tamara, Lord Jesus. Like, I know Tamara loves the shit, okay? So she got into it with Teresa by hopping on her podcast, Two Teeth in a Pod, and said, sit down, shut up like you're doing right now at the reunion. (laughs) Oh, Tamara, Lord Jesus. Okay, so then (sighs) Tamara said that Brandy is her dear friend and that they did give Brandy a heads up that Caroline was hopping on their podcast. And she said that she had no problem with her interviewing Manzo. And this is me telling you, Teresa, to shut the fuck up. <sighs> but honey, it gets, it gets worse. It gets worse. And when I say worse, it gets worse. Child, Tamar said, not today, jailbird. Not today, forehead. One thing about Teresa, Teresa does not back down to a fight. Ask Danielle, ask, <laughs> ask Caroline, ask Margaret, ask Jackie, ask Kathy, ask Rosie, child. 
F. Andy, who she pushed at the reunion, honey. Teresa does not back down for a fight, baby. But Tamara doesn't either. This beef, to me, is so hilarious because this is... Let me tell y'all how I feel. I feel like at the end of the day, everybody's allowed to stay how they feel. And I don't want any beef to happen on podcasts. It's sort of like Biggie versus Tupac. Okay? The East Coast. (laughs) Child... Tamara and Teresa are Biggie and Tupac. Teresa's on the East Coast like Biggie. So we're going to call Teresa the notorious T-R-E. Yes, honey. Okay. So the notorious T-R-E, that's Teresa. Okay. And Tupac is from the West Coast like Tamara. So instead of Tupac, we're going to call her Tutam. So we got the notorious T-R-E and two Tam. Okay? That's the T, honey. All right. We don't need this beef to escalate because Teresa is from Patterson. And Teresa is a thug, baby. Teresa is a thug in a leopard dress. And I don't... <laughs> I'm from Patterson, honey. Did you forget it? Yes, Teresa. And Tamra, <laughs> aka Two Tam, honey, Two Tam threw a drink on Gina's face, honey, and said, "Bitch, get the fuck out my face, bitch." Let me tell y'all something. I don't want the notorious Tre and Two Tam to get into it. We need this East Coast best. <laughs> we need this East Coast versus. West Coast beef to stop. Like the rappers say, to leave it on wax, which means the record, I need for Notorious T.R.E. and 2TAM to leave it on the pod, honey. I don't want this beef to escalate, but we all know what's going to happen. I could tell y'all what's going to happen. Y'all heard it here first. This is a Reality with the King exclusive, honey. Yes. At BravoCon in Vegas, I promise you, Andy is going to (laughs) have... He's going to have Notorious T.R.E. and 2TAM address their beef on the stage. I can tell you how it's going to happen. That's how it's going to get resolved. So, what I need for this East Coast versus West Coast beef, I need this to simmer down. I don't want the tree huggers or... What's Tamara's fan club called? Tamara, text me your fan club name because I want to be able to say it (laughs) on an upcoming episode, honey. So, because I don't want the tree huggers to attack Tamara's fan club, honey, because we don't need that. So, Carlos King, the king of reality TV, call me Don King, honey, because I don't want this beef. I am the promoter. I need y'all to stop. I don't want this to get out of hand. We're all having fun on our various podcasts. There's enough room for all of us to address this, <laughs> our opinions, without it escalating to this degree. Okay? So Notorious T-R-E and 2TAM, cut the shit. 
Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and yes, baby, my YouTube channel where you can get all of my visuals, baby, my expressions. Yes. And don't forget, tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of Kingdom Reign Entertainment. It is produced by Sierra Spragley Riggs and executive produced by me, Carlos King. Kingdom Rain Entertainment, baby!